Let's be radically honest. The reason you decided to become an entrepreneur wasn't to put yourself last and sacrifice your health and well-being. You were looking for freedom. Imagine if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working any harder. Imagine if stress and overwhelm were a thing of the past. What if the way forward isn't about a brand new approach and all you need is a mindset shift instead? Business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of the underlying beliefs that are holding you back so you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the last show here uh, on Inspired Choices Network, Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Last show, of course, of the year, not my last show. You are all stuck with me for a very, very long time. I have a very special guest here with me, uh, my friend Cindy. I've had an opportunity to hang out with her at different times, but always online. And isn't that interesting since like the whole 2020 thing has happened? Um, we have made so many great friends, or at least I know I've made so many great friends online and may or may not have the chance to connect with them in person. However, however, Cindy is coming to Hawaii with me in January. We get to hang out for seven days. Well, I've been there for, I'm, I'm there for seven days. Cindy, thank you so much for saying yes to being my most special guest at the end of the year. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so well, glad that you're here. Thank you for inviting me. I feel honored. I'm just finding out now that this is your last show for the year. So that's amazing. So yeah, yeah thank you for having me, Franchel. And yeah. I'm super stoked about Hawaii as well. In person, I get to hug you in person. I know, right? <laughs> It'll be great. It'll be great. So those of you who've been following me for a while, I shared a story in the summertime about how I got stuck um, at the Victoria Ferry, and I had planned on meeting two very special and important people in my life and couldn't. And Cindy was one of the people that I was meant to 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 catch up with in person. And so the fact that I get to hang out with her in Hawaii um, is, uh, is, is a blessing. So Cindy, before we dive right into, I know you have so much to share. I want to honor you, of course, by sharing your bio um, with everybody. I think that's important. And even though bios are like a snippet of our life, I think it's um, it's great. And so uh, we're going to talk today about how to turn your mind shit to powerful mind shifts with you. And we're going to talk about the seven biggest mind shit blockers. Yes, I did use that word. <laughs> yes, it is mind shit. Uh, in fact, the, the lovely lady who Mackenzie, who's my daughter, who does some of the work on here, she she messaged me and she said, did you make a spelling mistake? No, no, I did not make a spelling mistake. And so I love. I was going to ask you. I'm like, are they going to beep it out? Are they going to beep us out? <laughs> no beeping allowed. No beeping allowed. Okay, good. <laughs> right. So yeah, f bombs are okay here as well. Okay, so, good. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so excited to introduce you to Cindy, the not so typical coach. She's a wellness mindset coach who creates powerful mind shifts for high achievers who are seeking real sustainable results. Her personalized approach addresses your limiting beliefs, nutrition, movement, and sleep to help you achieve your health and life goals. But wait, it gets even better because Cindy is dedicated to guiding you through the process of transforming your negative mind shit into positive mind shifts that lead to success. Yes, you have read that right. Mind shit to mind shift. And I have to share with all of you, I have had the privilege 
the privilege of Cindy working with me at different times to help me see where I was having mind shit and shifting it into the proper uh, proper place. So again, Cindy, I'm going to dive right in. I have a, a burning question for you. This is one of my favorite questions that I love uh, asking, not only from a nutrition back, uh, background, but your fitness background. And what is your take on your belief around uh, New Year's resolutions? Yay or nay? And why? And go. <laughs> so she's pointing downwards for those of you who are listening live. If you can't see me, my thumb's pointing down. <laughs> I don't believe in resolutions. I really believe in setting intentions. What's your intention going to be for the year? And people tend to make these grandiose resolutions is I want to lose 50 pounds. I want to get a different job. I want to make a million dollars. And it's those big giant goals, but we forget about what's my intention every single day to get closer to that goal. So, and I always say like the 1% better, if you can get 1% better every day, then you're going to get to that goal or you're going to enjoy the process of getting to that goal. So right. just setting that big resolution, that's just a recipe for feeling shitty. Right. Yeah. And I think this is really important because something I haven't really talked about is your is your fitness background. And I know that um, you talk about it a little bit different times, but you were a competitive um, bodybuilder uh, as well or powerlifter. Right. I'm having a brain. Bodybuilder. Yeah. Bodybuilder. Right. I'm, I'm thinking about the pictures. I was like a bodybuilder. <laughs> And, you know, and for oh, um, in from then that field, I've experienced both, which is it's the 1%, you know, every day moving towards that 1%. And then there's the other end of that, the sh more shadow or darker side of that industry, which is those really, really heavy pieces. And so when did you realize, and then I want to get into the pillars, but when did you realize that setting those 1% intentions was healthier for you and in terms of using that word in terms of discernment and not in terms of judgment well that was a 30 plus year data collection Rachel <laughs> <laughs> yeah I realized that probably about I don't know six years ago in my career as a bodybuilder it was go hard or go home and it was set those set the goal of the show date start the diet and there was no like and it was there was just no no room for screwing up there was no room for failure which led itself you know just body dysmorphia and you're not good enough and if you eat the grape you're a loser and like and I'm not kidding <laughs> you know and just intense like beating yourself up and that that's exactly what I did. I've always been a driven person. And so that world led itself and I call it the muscle and fiction industry. It's yeah. not the muscle and fitness or wellness industry. It's all fiction because it's about aesthetics and it's about the way you look. Yeah. Right. And when I first got into it, I was like, oh, these women are awesome and they're muscly and this is so great. They must be so healthy. And they're so wrong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's nothing healthy about it. It's pills and potions and supplements and diet and training and self, you know, beating yourself up. And anyway, that, that was my experience in it. And yeah. as I moved through it, there was, you know, a bunch of different things that happened in my life. And it was like, this is not, this is not the way to go. This is not serving me. And this is definitely not healthy. Yeah. Right. And it, it's a really funny thing because you look a certain way 
And people think you're all that in a bag of chips because you look a certain way. But on the inside, I was a wreck, yeah. right? And it just lends itself to not, you know, if you look good on the outside, people think you're okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. hormonally, you're messed up. Relationships are falling apart. Businesses are like, it's because all you care about is the bodybuilding. All you care about is the diet. All you care about is the next meal. I got, you know, it's, I got to eat. I got to plan my meal. It's just, it's obsessive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> and through all of it, it didn't it I didn't realize it how much it um you know, if you look a certain way, then you think you're people are gonna think you're okay, and then you think you're gonna be okay. Yeah. But you're you're not. Yeah. And I didn't realize all of that stuff until later on. You know, like yeah. when I say it's a 30-year data collection, it, it's literally been 30 years of data collection and unlearning what I thought I knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I love that. I'm learning what you thought, you know, and it's interesting because when I was bodybuilding, I did it for a very short period of time, something that I'd always wanted to do, but I never really got to know people in the industry and people like, do you know, so-and-so and so-and-so, but I really kept to myself. I was at the, at my first show and I, and I could hear all of this, like bodies dysmorphia. And I, I had had that experience that still dabble with that now in my life. And so I was like, oh, I just need to like wrap myself in a little bubble, <laughs> right? And keep to myself because I didn't want just uh, at an unconscious level knew that I didn't need any more influence in that way. And that there was definitely lessons um, that I had opportunities of learning that I had that I was using. But but I remember like the day after the show, of course, and you're dehydrated. So like you're, you know, you've got your, I never had really had a six pack. So I had like a four pack, right? And so, and then um, you're dehydrated and then you're rehydrating and you're like, oh, where are all my muscles going? And this, this like, okay, pause Ranchel, you are not gonna look like that like every single day. Uh, or you could drive yourself crazy trying to look like that every single day and you're and, and knowing full well I could become very obsessive um, with it and so just kind of like okay this is this is this is moments of greatness for me in the sense of an accomplishment but also this very keen awareness there was a fine line so I love how you you know how you talk about in your 30 years of data collection I can't wait for you to share that. I know we're going to talk about, you know, some of these things, these, these four pillars that you talk about. Um, for example, you know, when you and I were, when I asked you to be in the show, you know, um, I've heard you speak before. One of the things that you talk about is like you say that food um, as an information wields power over our bodies, influencing how our cells communicate and function. And so I would love for you to share a little bit more about that and your um, the information and the data. Because like you said, you have over, you know, four decades of data. So when you say something, it's backed by science. It's not just a mere thought, right? I'm not winging it. You're not winging it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Even though we're always winging everything. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, food is information, like literally food is information. The nutrients, the vitamins, the minerals, it's sending uh, messages to your cells to for those cells to express themselves in health and wellness or sickness and dis-ease. Like there's no in-between. So if you're eating, you know, a Big Mac, um, <laughs> 
versus you're eating, you know, and I want to say organic chicken because organic free range chicken is the best. The chickens were treated well. They weren't beat up, et cetera, et cetera, right? There's some good, and they don't have antibiotics and hormones and all of kinds of things in it. So it's a whole food. So if you took those two things and you ate the Big Mac, what kind of message is that sending to your body? Well, it's full of all kinds of synthetic things and your body's like, what the, I don't even know what this <laughs> is. Yeah. So I'm going to be stressed out. A, I'm going to get be stressed out on it. It's going to cause inflammation, right? And inflammation, that's, that's the kicker for everything, right? Versus eating the whole food. And I'm just using chicken as an example. But then your body goes, oh, I got it. There's vitamin A, there's iron, there's B, there's C, there's all of the amino acids. I got it. I understand this message. I can decipher it. I can decode it. And now it's telling me to express health and wellness. Go fix the immune system. You know, calm down. Go do whatever we need to do. Right? So there's there's that big thing. Because when I first started... It was all about the macros, count your macros, right? You you, yeah. you count the macros. You got to have this many grams of protein and this many grams of carbs and this many grams of fat. And back in the day, and you know this too, I'm dating myself. It was like no fat, low fat, no, like just, yeah. right? And we didn't eat any of that stuff. And it just messed our systems up. Yeah. And people got fatter and fatter and fatter and fatter and fatter, right? Because we're yeah. just chemically, it's all these layers. So yeah. food as information, it literally is sending information for your body to express that blueprint that you have. Each person has a different blueprint. You might be lactose intolerant. You might be, you know, whatever your DNA says, whatever your blueprint says, mm -hmm. that's what you want to eat for. You can yeah. eat dairy. Maybe I can't eat dairy. Right. right. So it's all information. So it's if you it's just something that people don't think about. They just think, oh, it's just food. I'm just going to eat some food as long as I understand it's 100 calories and I meet my macros. Well, what if it's 100 calories, a Big Mac? Your body yeah. is just like, there's nothing in here. What am I supposed to do? Oh, I don't even know what to do with this shit. So I'm just going to get inflamed. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know why I'm thinking so crappy. I don't know why my joints hurt. I don't know why I got a rash. I don't know why I'm so tired. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's I just, it's information. Well, and, and what's interesting too, is that, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, uh, I was having this conversation earlier with some, it's like, so, you, you know, where we feel like if we don't allow ourselves the Big Mac, we're depriving ourselves of something. And so the conversation I had earlier, and I'll, I'll quickly share this, and then I know we've got to go to break here, but conversation I had earlier was, would you say to your child, like, I'm just going to give you a little bit of heroin today, because someday you might want to use heroin. And I don't want you to have an insensitivity or sensitivity to heroin. And she goes, No, I said, that's what you're doing. When you give your child or yourself um processed food right it's like I just I don't want you know and so she's like I never thought of it that way I'm like right absolutely like but we do we we have this mindset I know you're going to talk about this around I don't want to feel deprived right well does that mean that you need to do you're depriving yourself of crack like so why is that okay but not depriving yourself of white flour and white sugar which by the way for me Ranchelle behaves like crack cocaine I might as well just I might as well just use cocaine right 
it has the same result for me in my brain. Right. And so, you know, having, having that piece of it. So I know that, so we're already at our first commercial break and there's so much more that we want to share. So let's go to our first commercial and then we get back, we can kind of end that and talk about that next pillar. So thanks so much, everyone. You are here on Inspired Choices Network, everyone. I am here with my great friend, Cindy, and we are here on Ignite Your Success with Ranchel. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Awesome. Thank you so much, everyone, whether you're here listening live or you're listening afterwards. I'm excited to have my last guest of the year. Oh, what a great guest I have. Cindy, if people want to get a hold of you, I know that it's in our in um, in the information, but uh, what would be the best way for people to get a hold of them? To email you? Do you want them to hook you up on Instagram or Facebook? What's your preferred method of connection? Whatever their preferred method of connection is. <laughs> <laughs> Cindy Wellness Pro at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram at just Cindy Laguerre. Yeah, Cindy Laguerre.com. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Right. I just, um, for those of you, I mean, I know we've just kind of uh, dipped a toe into this wealth of information and, and knowledge and experience that Cindy has. And so uh, if you are just joining us now, we really talked about this um, food is information. And I love that it wields power over our bodies, influencing how our cells communicate and function. I've never, ever, um, all the times that I've been around, you've heard you speak, um, it's interesting that I really just uh, totally, of course, I think that's the journey that I'm on as well, picked up on the communication. And so if you're eating a Big Mac, it communicates differently than if you're eating something that's maybe more wholesome, like, and you would use the example of organic chicken. And um, before I left, we left, I talked about deprivation and how I think that um, one of the reasons why people struggle with eating healthy is for some reason, they feel like there's going to be some sort of deprivation that we deserve. Um, we deserve chocolate. I'm not saying chocolate's bad, everyone, or we deserve 
um, ice cream or Doritos or French fries or Big Mac. And I know that Cindy, part of what you talk about is the mind, the, the, the mindset stuff, the BS, our BS system, our belief systems, the programs that truly control the software are that of our lives, much like the uh, programs downloaded into our computers inform our bodies, how to express themselves. Our BS system steers us towards health and wellness or sickness and disease. I would love for you to talk about maybe even a little bit about the belief system around deprivation and then spend a bit more time here uh, sharing. Uh, we've got about 10 minutes for our next break. So just pouring into us and sharing your expertise around that would be fantastic. Thank you. Okay, awesome. And just just to what you were saying about the deprivation and people thinking, you know, I I... I deserve to have this treat. And and it might be, I don't deserve to take care of my body. I don't deserve to treat myself nicely. It, you know, that, that lends itself really interesting into, um, you know, there's so many things that you can go into with our belief system and it's the driving force. And you know, this Ranchel, it's the driving force. And so making those choices might look like if I make that choice, now I'm going to be, ostracized from my family because I don't want to eat what they eat. If I don't let my kid eat this McDonald's, they're not going to be able to talk to their friends about it in school. So, you know, my kid's going to be the weirdo hippie kid that doesn't get to eat treats. You know, there's so many things around it. Like it's, it's, it's not safe for me to think that, you know, I need to do what I'm, what the mainstream is doing or whatever. Right. So that's the thing. It's our BS system. Our belief system is driving the bus is driving our life. And it's, 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 it's a program that is instilled in us from in year door to seven, where we, we're not critical thinking at those moments. We're just taking it all in with our five senses and we're making it mean something. And it could be, I don't deserve, it's not natural for me. It's, it's, it's not, if I don't eat all of this, I'm not a good little boy or girl, right? Et cetera, et cetera. And that lends itself to every other thing in our life as well. If it's not, maybe it's not, this is one of the big ones too, that I have discovered is it's not safe for me to change. Mm. And that like, and I explain it like our belief system is like a big spider web. And on the outside of the web are, is these anchoring beliefs. And so if, <laughs> If you've got that belief that like um, it's not safe for me to change, there's a, we can go in and change a bunch of little beliefs. But until we get to that big anchor one that collapses that web in, you know, th that's why it's the work is ne the work is never ending. You know, our personal growth is never ending. But our belief system is, you know, we need to become aware of it and get in there and change it change those programs right so if you're running you know if you're running a belief of uh i've tried everything so yeah. it doesn't matter if you go to the hypnotist it doesn't matter if you do the macro counting it doesn't matter if you get a trainer and you become a bodybuilder and a power lifter or or you just say fuck it to all of it i'm just gonna do yoga like if you still got that underlying belief that nothing works for me and you don't change that Nothing's going to work for you. You can maintain it. You know what? I say there's the 12 week after photo, which is everywhere. Everybody's got a 12 week after photo, but I'm more interested in the after the after after photo. <laughs> right. That's what I'm interested in. Cause anybody, I don't go on a diet works every time as long as you stay on it, yeah. but it doesn't change. Cause nothing changes if you don't change. Yeah. 
right? And if you don't change the big, those anchoring things, your belief system that's driving the bus, you're going to go back to our ingrained program. Right. You know what? As you're saying that was what has come to me is that, um, and this is really a topic of discussion, not one of agreement, by the way. <laughs> so and those are my media, favorite kind. <laughs> right, I know, right? So in the media, the media is forever talking about like the the New Year's resolutions or the next fitness craze or the next diet craze or the next supplement craze or the next what up, you know, blah 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 which lends to itself. So this is what's just coming to me, lends to the belief that nothing works, right? Like if you have that belief that that nothing works for me, I've tried every diet out there, I've done every fitness program out there and nothing is sustainable or nothing works. And you have the media at an unconscious level feeding that to you, right? Because every year is a new, a new thing or every year is a new, you know, whatever. Um, yeah that's insidious as hell. I'm just like, really like feeling into that. Like, you know, that would totally buy into your belief that nothing works permanently. Yep. And I think it's like a $40 billion industry and it's peddling band-aid solutions to long-term challenges for people. And so it's starting, like, that's the one thing I'm noticing now. It's starting a little bit to go to mind shifting, to mindset, to brain-based habits. That's where we need a change. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe in 10 years, 20 years, that's where that's where we'll be. But it, it, it like, it's not working, people. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, the diet's then, not working. Yeah, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, right? Like when I was in, um, in Mexico it, uh, last, it was almost two, well, last week, I just, I just got back the other day and, you know, I've been noticing that I'm, I'm sensitive to food. So I'm, and I'm, so I'm like, okay, what does that look like? And, and so I had, you know, it, it, oh, it won't hurt me. So I had like a quarter, a cup of bread pudding and I couldn't move the next day. Like I was in so much pain and there was so much inflammation and, what came to me as the definition of insanity and Ranshaw is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And so then yesterday, of course, we're celebrating Christmas. We celebrated on the 26th and there's all this stuff around and people are like, you should just try this. You should just try this. You should just try this because they love me. And that's the other thing, which is the other belief, right? If you love somebody, you will try something that they cooked for you and you're, you're and all insidious, not meant on purpose. Yeah, and, exactly. um, and I was just all night. No, 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 totally not worth it. No. Nope, nope, totally not worth it. Like I don't want to be in pain. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm I'm sick and tired of being in pain. Yep. But how unfortunate is it for us as a human species that we need to get to that place, right? Before yep. we make a decision to no longer tolerate the behavior, which it would be for me eating bread pudding. <laughs> right. Right. And now there's a there's a there's a caveat to that. So I always talk about being resilient. If your body is resilient. So let's say you, you've got to create some space. So your body may be able to handle something that's not so great. Right. And I, I, I do this thing because if your body's inflamed and you've been thinking shitty thoughts and you've been beating yourself up and you've been eating crap and you just don't feel good, your body's inflamed and it's revving nine grand. You've got your foot on the gas and then you go and eat something. There's no room. 
But if you're like feeling awesome and you've been eating for your, you know, your body, you feel good, you're like not stressed out and inflammation is down, there might be a little tiny bit of space or some space in there to have something that's nah, not so great. And you'll be like, I don't feel so great. But then you come right back down to baseline right away. Right. There's that resilience. But yeah. nobody, it, it, very, very few people create that resilience. So it's that layering effect. Well, I'm only going to eat the bread pudding today. And then tomorrow I'm just going to drink the Coke. And then the next day I'm just going to have the bagel. And, you know, I went for da da da. And every day it's just a layering effect. So there's no, you, you don't get a break. No space. Yeah. Right? And people so think like, I did it for three weeks and now I'm going to go eat something shitty. And it's like three weeks. You went at this for 40 years. Come on. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and and that's part of your program. <clears throat> Sorry, I want to go to a bit of a cough here. <clears throat> part of what you work with when you work with clients is you help them build that resiliency physically, right? Uh, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Like as soon as you said that, I was like, ah, that's why your program is so successful when people right. work with you, right? Because you, you create that. Because we don't, we, it's not about going on a diet, right? It's not about all of the mainstream bullshit. It's, yeah. it's not about pills and potions and wraps and kicking the crap out of yourself. It's about the whole package, right? And that, and that's the, the, that's the 30 plus years of data collection. Like what is it really like what do we really what did I really need after all of that stuff yeah. you know I needed a date I had to have a show I you know blah blah yeah. blah and the last six years of my bodybuilding career I didn't do all the dehydration and all I was like this is up I'm not doing it there's got to be a better way there's yeah. a better way to do it and it was all about food is information yeah belief system what am i believing am i capable of this do i deserve this am i worthy of this yeah. is it something that i actually want to do right and then my big thing is like beast mode sorry least mode as much as you beast mode right, right. and my clients get pissed because they'll be like for every 12 weeks that you're training hard you need to take a week off and they're like what yeah I'm like yeah yeah <laughs> rest recovery Right. Which I know we're going to get more into those pillars, but it's those things that it's, it's a huge thing. And it's not about a diet. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we, we hear that all the time, like, right. And, and perhaps maybe some people who are, who are new to the show or are new to this, um, this thinking have not heard this before. Right. But it's a, not a diet. It's a lifestyle. And I think when we say that, though, there comes a lot of, and we got to go to break here, Cindy. So when we get back, I want you know think about. There's a lot of people who are resisting the lifestyle, right? They're like they just want it to be a diet. I want it to be short term and temporary. Versus, like I remember when I first started, is like if you tell me that I could never have ice cream again, um, then. I'll just be fat. I remember thinking that, you know, my twenties, right. I'll just be fat. Then I choose fat over never having ice cream, but that's where my mindset was at. So let's go to our next break. And then maybe you can kind of delve into someone who has that mindset, that kind of all or nothing mindset. So a next break. Thanks so much, everyone for being here with Cindy and I on Inspired Choices Network. And of course the show is Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? 
Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. <coughs> How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. Cindy, I think when we're in Hawaii together, we should go dancing. I was, you know what? I thought that too. I'm like, I envision us dancing around the kitchen, actually. Yeah. <laughs> right? Absolutely. We're going to go dancing. So if anyone wants to come hang out with us in Hawaii and want to go dancing, uh, contact me at rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. So Cindy, before um, before commercial, I was giving you an example of my all or nothing uh, kind of thinking that I've had and can and can fall into that trap. And and so um, we were coaching someone right like myself with that thinking. What are some of the key points that you would want someone like me to know? about the all or nothing thinking. Well, I just thought it was funny because you came up with the ice cream and you're like, if I can't have ice cream, I'm just going to be fat. And I'm like, okay, that's a common, you know, ice cream is a very comforting food. We have a lot of history with ice cream and satiating. It's a treat. You know, people have stories around it. And I say, you don't have to give up the ice cream. We just need to make a better choice. And the better choice is there's lots of different recipes that are super easy. And I have one that I invented called nice cream, right? And it's made with protein and ice and fruit. And it's it's amazing. And once you learn how to make it, like it's super easy. You eat it all the time. And you're like, what do you mean I'm eating? I can eat ice cream for dinner. You can eat ice cream for dinner. You can eat it closer to bedtime. Like there's all kinds of things. And the only reason we... We make those choices and we say, oh, I want to have this food. It's just because you don't know a different version of it. It's just because you practice it, the same thing like our belief system. The only reason you think it's true is because you keep practicing it over and over and over again until you become aware of it. And then you have options to make different choices. Love that. Right. I so, And the that. other thing that happens to us, Ranchella, is once you get clean, like once you get your palate gets clean and you have whole food cleaner, food that you thought, and I do this experiment, I've done it numerous times over the years, you know, people, they, they, they stay clean for 30, 60, 90 days. And then I say, okay, what was your favorite treat? And they'd be like, oh, you know, Chris, those, one that sticks in my mind is those 
gross little orange cheesies with the powdery stuff. And yeah. so I had a client that wanted those. I said, okay, you know what? You go back, you get your cheesies and you plan to have this cheesy. And when you have that cheesy, you bite into it and you savor that cheesy and you see what it feels like and you smell it and touch it. And they're like, that's fucking disgusting. I'm like, yeah, because you don't, because you got so used to it that you didn't even understand what you were eating. And then like, oh, I felt like crap afterwards. And yeah, because it's not even real food. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And another one, a big, big, big one too is coffee. And everybody doesn't never, they don't want to give up their coffee. Yeah. Coffee can be amazing, but it also can be quite detrimental to cortisol levels and stomach and things like that. So I will have people get rid of their coffee. And one of my clients, literally drank coffee from when she was I think five years old mom you know yeah and that's what I said to him like what so (laughs) she gave up the coffee and she was like crying like literally was crying I don't know what I'm gonna do without my coffee and I'm like it's okay just go through this so you know 60 days later I'm like okay today's the day you know you get to do the coffee and she was so excited she took one sip and spewed it out and she's (laughs) like how in the did I drink that for 40 years yeah right we get used to it's just like it's like you got comfortable with being uncomfortable and you didn't even know that you were uncomfortable anymore yeah yeah and that can work both ways like I know that when I was bodybuilding too like you know that it's like it's like what are you eating after the show like that's what everyone talked about what are you eating after the show my first show and I was like I'm oh I'm totally gonna have like ice cream I'm gonna have five guys you know burger and fries and I really enjoyed the meat part of it, but everything else is like, oh, and then I went to have the ice cream and I was like, all I tasted was chemical. I'm like, I'm ruined. I'm ruined. But of course I persevered and, and then my body got used to tasting chemical. Right. And it's interesting um, how fast both ways it goes, how quickly you adapt, your body adapts to eating chemical but how quickly when you let it go, um, then when you go to smell something or taste it, you're like, I just totally don't even want it. And I got to a point where um, when I was, you know, before a show, you know, it was part of is that mindset, uh, what we're going to talk about here again, or, or going from least mode to beast mode or yeah, moving from least mode to beast mode. But one of the things that I remember is I would just have to smell a food and feel satiated. I wouldn't have to eat the food any longer. So someone was having like chocolate cake, which I really, really love, but I really didn't want to eat it. I would just smell. I'm like, oh, that smells. Oh, no, I could tell the difference between like a McCain's chocolate cake, which is there's no chocolate. There's no cake. All just the chemical. Right. And like my mom's like black forest cake. Right. Right. And, um, but I would just smell it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't need to eat it. So I, we have lots to cover still. So talk a little bit about uh, um, the, the least mode and the beast mode. I know you mentioned a little bit, but I'm sure that you have more to share with the audience about what that would look like. So least moding is, is mindful movement with intention. There's a reason why we're doing it. Beast mode is the same, but beast mode is those crazy workouts, those jacking up your your system. And again, it's about that resilience piece, Ranchel. Like if you're especially the like a 2024 resolutions, I'm going to get in this workout, I'm going to go to CrossFit or I'm going to do whatever it is and it's like beat the shit out of yourself. 
day after day after day after day after day. And I'm supposed to feel like crap. And if I feel like crap, it's a badge of honor and, you know, all of that stuff. And it's just creating inflammation in your body because that's what training does. We're breaking it down. We're breaking the muscle down in the rest and recovery. That's when we get the repair. But for whatever reason, in beast mode, we are not taking the least mode. We're not rest and recovering. So there is no space to to for that resiliency right and especially as we get like uh, you know perimenopause menopausal there's just no room right yeah. there's no room and people think if i just beat the crap out of myself that that's going to be the answer but it's not we need to least mode and have rest and recovery as much as we are beast moding yeah. right so and it's about paying attention to ourselves like if you're if you're super sore and you can't get off the can and you you know your sleeping sucks and you're all like you're 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 too inflamed yeah right and so we're, yeah. so you're, you're you've got to least mode as much as you beast mode you've got to sleep you've got to stretch you've got to recovery you've got to feed your body the right stuff right yeah. that information and you've got to believe certain things Right. Mm -hmm. So we bring down that inflammation. We bring down that, you know, cortisol, adrenal, all of that stuff. So we're in, you know, rest and recovery, yeah. least mode. So are you saying then too, is the belief systems that we hold between the least mode and beast mode are just as important as the exercise? Like that's what I'm hearing is that what we're feeding our mind at the same time. And it's not just about affirmations. You know, I've talked about there's affirmations and then there's the science behind affirmations. But um, am I correct? Am I, am, when I heard you say this, that it's mindset along with understanding or understanding the mindset that's required for to balance least mode and beast mode. Like, tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, like I, I, I um if you've got those beliefs that I need to work hard, I have to suffer. And I was the first one to have, I had to suffer. If it wasn't hard and I didn't suffer, then I didn't deserve it. So my workouts had to be excruciating, you know, 4 a.m. cardio, blah, 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 all that crap, right? And beat yourself up. And it has to be super hard. And then I wear that hardness like a badge of honor. I'm so tired. I'm so this. I'm so that. That class was so hard. Like the belief system around it. Yeah. Right? So, so it's just treating yourself better, believing that there's a different way, believing that you're worthy of this believe, and understanding like the mechanics and the biology of rest. Right. Yeah. Which is the, the next pillar that, um, that we'll go into. It's interesting because it's, you know, the bodybuilders mantra, no pain, no gain. Right. And it's like, how fucked up is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, and you got to, and you got to like, so it lends itself to those crazy beliefs that we have, like suffering, I need to suffer. And there's, you know, there's a piece in it, no pain, no gain. Yes, when you're working out, there's some pain involved because you're working past your, you're wanting your, you're wanting to cause an adaptation in your muscle. So that means you're going to suffer a little while you're training. And that is about uncomfortableness and getting comfortable, being a bit uncomfortable and working through. Your, your workouts, yeah. but not at the expense of there's no room to do that workout because you didn't sleep last night and you're so stressed out and you're fighting with your husband and, you know, you got to pick up your kid from class or, you know, you're trying to run a business and your staff's driving you crazy and, you know, <laughs> just so many things. Yeah, I love that. It's so true. So true. So we have um, three minutes to our next break. And so I know the, the one of the pillars you talk about is is sleep. 
and the uh, importance of, but in this last little bit before our next break, uh, tell us more about, and maybe uh, in, because you have, you have, again, over four decades of data about sleep. Right. And when I was younger, probably like a lot of people, I was like, had the mantra, ah, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Right. Yeah. We'll go out and party and do whatever. And I'll be running on one or two hours of sleep and it'll be fine. And in your 20s, again, it's resilience, right? Your body's resilient. We don't have a lot of layers yet of yeah. sleepless nights of shitty food. And, you know, in your 20s, I know I was drinking and partying and doing all kinds of crazy stuff and your body's resilient. You can come back from that. But as we get older, we get these layers and sleep is. Once I learned about sleep and especially about this stuff called beta amyloid plaque, which, you know, this is the thing that's in your brain, Alzheimer's and dementia. This is what they see along with a few other things. But you literally, when you sleep, you go through a wash cycle and it washes it out of your brain. I'm like, okay, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> and looking at my DNA, because I've looked at people's, that's what I do part of the look at people's DNA. I, my DNA says that I have a propensity for Alzheimer's. So yeah. there, I want to do all this stuff so I don't get to hide my own Easter eggs when I'm 90. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, and rest and recovery, like, that's part of your training. That's part of your routine. That's part of your lifestyle is allowing your body that rest so that, yeah, your immune system can do all it needs to do. Your muscles can repair all of the different things and processes going on in your body. Your body can do those things when you're resting. Yeah. Right. Um, so important. So when we get back from our uh, last break, if you can believe it, we're almost at the end of our time <laughs> together. Um, I would love for you to share a little bit about more specifically how people get, get a hold of you. Um, I'd really like for you to talk about uh, the DNA um, part of what you do. I think that I'm, I'm fascinated. I love that. Uh, and then, of course, you have a gift, the seven biggest mind shit blockers. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about that and then how people can work with you. Um, I really want people to be able to reach out to you and work with you. you know, the work that you do is amazing. And Thank so but let's, uh, before we do that, let's go to our last break. Thanks everyone for joining me here on Inspired Choices Network. The show is Ignite Your Success with Ranchel. I'm here with Cindy Laguerre and my name is Ranchel. Thanks. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something you have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with business intuitive coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Wow, already it's the end, last show of the year. There's like, you know, psh, there's like banners, there's like confetti everywhere. <laughs> 
Cindy, would you please share with uh, the audience um, a little bit about the DNA testing? That well, Let's start there and then we'll just kind of go from there in our last 10 minutes together. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So DNA Power is a company, I've been working with them for the last, I don't know, probably eight or nine years, I think. Um, and so what it is, it's, it's, a, it's a very small piece of what is included in the program working with yeah. me, but we literally take a cheek swab and we look at your, what is your blueprint? You know, are you the person that should be eating six times a day? Are you the person that, um, you know, is lactose intolerant or, you know, just allergic to lactose? You know, what is your vitamin B status? Are you, do you methylate properly, right? Methylation is a big topic that's coming out too as well. Um, so we look at that and then we look at your, uh, how well do you um, get rid of hormones? You know, how well do you get rid of hormones? And then we look at your fitness. What is your ligament and muscle strength? Are you the person that should be doing powerlifting? Are you the person that should be doing bodybuilding? Are you the person that should be a long distance runner? There's so much information that we glean from these from this test. And it's a it, and I always say it's a small piece because it's the blueprint. It's like it's like, here's your gun. How are you going to load it? Right? <laughs> right. What are you going to yeah. fire off? Are you going to tell your body to express um, the health and wellness of eating protein, clean protein every four or five hours? Because you're the person that's supposed to be doing that. Are you going to tell your body to do that? Right. Yeah. Or are you going to eat crappy food, you know, just eat at six o'clock at night, a giant meal and your body's like, well, this this doesn't actually work for this blueprint. Right. So and we used to think that. um your genetics was your life sentence, but right. we know that's not true, right? And you can change, not change, but influence your genetics by what you eat, what you think, how you train and sleep. So it influences the blueprint. We don't change it. We influence it. It's like a, it's like you go to an architect and you're looking at the plans for a building, that's that's like your body. What do we need to do to put this together and keep it in tip top form? Right. Not not if you if you have the gene for um, this is a trigger point. So I'm going to trigger people all over the place right now. <laughs> yeah. If you've got the genes for the breast cancer gene, uh, uh, don't quote me on the I won't even say it because I can't remember what it is, but not everybody gets breast cancer. So right. it's what did you do to lead up to that? with your genetic makeup, did you tell it to turn on or did you tell it to keep it turned off? Right. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. So including it's, your thoughts, like if you're afraid of getting sick, right, the thing that you're most afraid of, you will, will create what, what we resist, right, persists, including disease. 100%. Right? And what it's we're like, telling exactly that, our belief system, if we believe in you, you, you know, we've all talked to somebody, my dad only lived to 75, he got heart he had you know cancer or heart trouble i'm only going to probably live to 75 and get heart same thing right that yeah. belief system you know yeah. It, yeah, it, we, it influences all four of these pillars influence our genetic makeup and we either influence it for health and wellness or we influence it for sickness and dis-ease when we look at that word dis-ease my body's not freaking happy yeah yeah i love that 
And so if someone wants to um, wants to get in touch with you, again, I know we talked about it earlier, but for those of people who are just joining and they, you know, want to work with you, I know you have a gift. So for those of you listening afterwards, it'll be in the show, in our notes, right? And and you can definitely access the gift um, from there. Uh, but probably the easiest thing, you know, Cindy, would, would for people, I think, would be to email you or to find you on Instagram and or Facebook. And so your um, your handle on Instagram is what again? It's just Cindy Laguerre. Cindy Laguerre. Yeah. And then CindyLaguerre.com is the website. Perfect. And then I'm Cindy Laguerre on Facebook as well. Yeah, excellent. And so Cindy spelled C-I-N-D-Y, Laguerre spelled L-E-G-A-R-E. And, um, and then uh, I'm going to encourage all of my listeners to connect with Cindy. And uh, your gift is the seven biggest mind shit, shit blockers. And I know we have a link for that. But is that easily uh, just can we talk? Can we share the link like, uh, um, as far as just through audio as well? So um, I don't remember the link right offhand. No problem. Yeah, but I'll, we, I'll yeah, but I'll definitely put it in there. It'll be in the notes, right? Yeah. Um, absolutely. But again, probably the, the simplest way would be to connect with Cindy on Instagram through Messenger or Facebook and or to email you, Cindy. And what is your email address again, please? Cindy Wellness Pro at gmail.com. Excellent. So Cindy Wellness Pro at gmail.com. All right. So Cindy, we have like two minutes left. No pressure here. No pressure at all. Time's flown by. <laughs> I know, right? Um, what would you say uh, in the last, let's say minute and a half, probably it's been now, last little bit of information, advice or, or uh, pro tip that you would like to give people who are ready to move from a New Year's resolution to uh, setting intention and they want this year to be, you know, their best from, from a health perspective? Just get 30,000 feet above of yourself, above yourself, and just have a look and just, just like, what am I thinking? What am I actually doing? Just observe what you're doing. And then just say, I'm going to make 1% better. I'm just going to figure out what that is to get 1% better. And I just get a coach. If it's not me, I don't care. I just get a coach, get somebody. You're in the box. You cannot see what is going on in the box. Everything you want is outside the box. Get somebody outside the box to help you, right? All the directions are outside the box and somebody can just read them to you. Like, hey, here's what we need to do. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a writer Jenner, right? Everything you want is outside of the box, right? the box and you're not able to see it. You know, one of the messages that I've received um, very clearly for the collective, um, you know, through my daily, through my daily uh, downloads is that 2024 is meant to be the year that we focus on our health, that there's so much transformation and transitioning happening between 2024 and 2027. It will require our bodies to be at its peak performance. It will require our minds to be at its peak performance and our really our souls are calling out for us to um, to be mindful and to be uh, healthy, physically healthy. We're so much emphasis on uh, our mental wellness, which is is important. But part of that mental wellness, of course, is is the physical wellness last 10 seconds here, Cindy, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time. I know you had a busy um, uh, holiday, but taking the time. Thank you, Rachel.
Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. Ranchell returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant, be you.